Okay, boy. I wrote down exactly what to say. Just read it and you're a shoe in. Ricochet and Miz are rolling. Can it continue as Raw rolls on? Ooh, he card reads good. We are live! Episode 202. What a time to be alive, boys. Oh, baby. Podcast. It's the worst intro I've done in a while, I think. I like it. Yeah, we've had, we've had a couple of good ones lately. So. <laughs> oh, you're breaking up. Yeah. Whoa, Gordo, you are broken up. Maybe um, just leave the call and jump back in again, maybe. You're broken up worse than Nate Diaz's face was last weekend. Ooh, poor I didn't actually see the fight, but I'm going to do this. It's the start. Yeah. Shitty weekend you need, off. You need to start turning off the noise gate when you're uh, doing these things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just phase out the soundboard, to be honest. <clears throat> Until I can get a uh, a proper solution, because the noise gate thing didn't solve it. So. It did, yeah. Oh, it didn't. We tried it last week. Yeah. When you turned out the Christmas, when you turned out the Christmas, it works fine. Oh, did it? Yeah, the second one. Oh, that's too much work. I'm just going to phase it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll come up with a better solution. So, Steve, do you want um, Liberty and Justice for All? It's a good album. <laughs> Why do you ask? <laughs> Imagine calling your child Liberty. America. Sonny is quite happy about this, from what I can see in the chat, anyway. <laughs> There's sunny days ahead. Ah, uh, God. How are we, boys? How, how are your lives? What's going on in the world? Tell me tales. Oh, I could That's tell fast. you tales, but I'd have to redact a lot. It's been More a so week. than your comments there at the start of the oh, show hell. that I have to redact. <laughs> Aaron, no, that was, that was fine. Um, Cody Rhodes uh, fixed racism, don't forget. He did um, fix racism. Uh, so work-wise, this has been a shit show this week. We were supposed to have this major upgrade to our uh, our website backend. Planned downtime for six hours, ended up being down for 11 hours, and the upgrade had to be cancelled and rolled back. Oh boy. It was Having very no bueno. Having worked there, I can imagine the scenes. Oh, oh I'm man. just glad. I w- I'm actually kind of glad I wasn't in the office, but also sad I wasn't in the office because I would love to have seen the shit show that would have happened. When slaps were being thrown at people's heads and uh, our poor offshore team <laughs> getting destroyed. More slaps than you see thrown outside a cafe in Dublin. Oh, stop. What is going on in Dublin with these teenagers? Every, young, every young lad What's thinks he's McGregor. That's literally what it is. Every young lad thinks he's Conor McGregor now. Hopped up on coke? Well, I just, they're hopped up on something. They're definitely on something. But um, I don't know if anyone has the tweet that can share it into the Discord there so that other people can see, but my uh, God. I'll find it there. Two sex. Uh, uh, two bartenders come out of, like they come out of a pub and then there's like four young guys throwing chairs and bottles at them. But the, <laughs> the start of it, the guy throws a, like this double spin kick and he misses the guy's head by six inches, I'd say. If he had landed it, the guy was dead. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. 
but like perfect. yeah they were running over to other people's tables there it is um running over to other people's tables and grabbing like bottles of wine and throwing them at bartenders heads and one of the beer bottles hit him on the back of the head and you could actually hear it it was real bad but this has been going on for weeks in dublin now that usually at the weekends where there's young guys just going into town and causing fights and throwing shit around. It the, it's the really weird. Station, the train station incident where one ended up falling oh, down yeah. in between the fucking train and the platform because the lad swung a kick from his bike and nearly fucking kicked her in the side of the head. If that train had taken off, she was dead. Yeah. Luckily, they managed to fucking stop the driver. But uh, yeah, it's horrendous. Like. What is going on? Streets of Rage 5. That's what I put up on Twitter there today. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's quiet in Galway. Pretty yeah. sweet down here. How so? Uh, it's just great. Just I was in the pub the other day, sitting out the back, nice and quiet. It was a beautiful time to be alive. I Until loads haven't. of people started showing up and then I bailed because I was like, these tables are a bit close together and I don't trust that these people are vaccinated, so I'm out of here. But other than that, it was fine. <laughs> um, I still have not been to a pub since they reopened. Uh, it's I've gone to Crows is quite nice and I've heard Marty Rabbits is nice and spaced out as well but I haven't been anywhere else but uh, yeah it's good it feels good to just go out and get a bit of normality like we went and got food and two pints there Tuesday I think whatever day I was off Tuesday beautiful what a time to be alive mm-hmm. um, and I was hoping to catch my first minute of football from the Euros but the fucking TVs weren't working it's like ah oh, come on <laughs> I don't even know what games were on. I was just like, ah, just put anything on. No joy. Uh, I, t- I took her down a road trip down to Cork last Sunday afternoon to uh, to meet up with Mike. And we took a stroll through the city. It was chocker blockers. It was delightful to see, to be honest with you. Everyone mm-hmm. out having a good time, doing their own thing. No one acting a maggot. Sat down at uh, some outdoor dining facility. Can't remember the name of it. Had a lovely burger, pint. It was uh, nice. good shit. It felt like the first time I'd been able to do something like that properly in a fucking lifetime. 16 months, isn't it? 17 months or whatever? Or 25 years. Friday the 13th of March. 13th of March, 2020. My God. To be fair, I managed to get in when the pubs opened briefly over Christmas. I went in for the All-Ireland semi-final. But before then, that was the last like time I'd sat down with a burger and a pint in a year and a half. You know, and it's just like, holy shit, maybe these lockdowns went on a bit long. It just feels insane that nothing was open for that long. But we're nearly out of it. And I'm getting vaccinated. Way Old age. Old Son age. Of a bitch. Old age. Finally, my I'm... old age and back problems pay off for me. No. <laughs> no, no. It was so funny. I, did, I didn't know about it. Someone posted it in like the work Slack channel. And it was like, oh, motherfuckers, they were supposed to vaccinate all 30 to 40 year olds this week. And now it's only going to be the, you know, people in their late 30s. And I was just watching this fire. I was just like, ha, I'm getting vaccinated next week. Lol, lol. And you're fucking getting cancelled now, you old bollocks. I put the, I put the, the Seymour Skinner thing up. Up yours, children. Felt great. Felt great. I feel like I've been lied to. And it's the fault of this bastard government giving me hope. <laughs> to be fair, my girlfriend managed to get vaccinated before me and she's a good bit younger, so yeah, but I she, got screwed out of this. She throws tricks. So like, come on, come on. Hey, 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 come on, come on. Hey, hey, 
<laughs> She's not here to defend herself. <laughs> it's fine. She can't hurt me from where she is. <laughs> Please don't. She tell is her quite small. <laughs> Please do not tell her I said that. Uh, stop. <laughs> yeah, she I'm wrecked. She looks like she could hurt people. I had a very busy t- uh, day today. I woke up for work at 7 a.m. and I'd gone home by 8. I just told my boss, I can't. I'm going home. I've never done that before. I just, I was out. I got fucking no sleep last night. There was another tea party downstairs last night. And I don't think that's what kept me, kept me awake. But, uh, to know, it was very hot and it was noisy. And I just got, I think I got about two hours sleep last night. You go join them? Uh, (laughs) It was at the stage where it was like, you know what? I'm just going to go downstairs. Why fight these people anymore? Mm. But yeah, I just went, it was like eight o'clock and I realized that I was in no condition to be dealing with um people who have problems that are not problems i was like no don't have time for this gone so i went back to bed all day feels great feels great to not go to work and stay in bed all day highly recommend it (laughs) oh yeah look i've been working like crazy the last few weeks so but anyways it's gonna hate man haters gonna hate (sighs) is that all that's going on in the world we have to fill for time now (laughs) Well, Euro, Euros are happening. Yeah, what's go- I haven't watched anything. What, what's going on? What's, what's, what's been good? Italy are looking very good. Mm. They do good pizzas and they do good football. I see. They've been El That's Fuego. <laughs> Spain, are, Sp- Spain are shite. France look good. Uh, but hit and miss. They don't believe in playing with a striker, so they're not going to go very far. I hate this modern manager bullshit. I don't understand it. But don't forget, it doesn't matter because football is coming home. <laughs> it's coming home, all right. They'll be home in two weeks. <laughs> Not that they're actually leaving the country. We're just talking about it there. The, all their group games are in Wembley. Yeah. Like how is that fair? And then the fir- if they win their group, that game is scheduled to be in Wembley. So they could be playing at home for their first four games of an international tournament. What the fuck? And if they get to the final, I don't see it happening. Lol. But they'll have played seven games, including the final, and six of those, assuming they win the group, will have been at home. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's pure money and greed there now. UEFA just taking whatever. It is a uh, little bit uh, suspect now, let's be honest with you. UEFA is sus. UEFA is sus, I should say. UEFA is sus, but they'll have no, um, they'll have no excuses this time. Uh, you yeah. say that. You say that. Mm. Eva Marie is back, Gordo. What are your thoughts? Are we talking about Eva Marie or Eva Marie? Chandler Bing or Chandler Bong? We don't know. So Piper <laughs> Niven comes out. And nope. <laughs> oh, sorry, no. I, I watch all of the WWE product. I watch every single show, but I do not know who this person is. Please inform <laughs> me of this person. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> but to be fair, yeah, Sean says they're Eva Red and Eva Blue. Like they are very much uh, Survivor Series ready. I'm spe- expecting the split to happen the week before Survivor Series because they're so on brand. Well, Piper Niven comes out and the commentators don't know who she is, which is fun. Let's see what happens at Survivor Series. Uh, it's the one night a year where superstars from Raw and SmackDown compete in head-to-head competition. Ah, thank you. I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that phrase has stuck with me. I, I've never heard it before. I don't know where it came from. Uh, WDB is going, is coming home, you know, back on the road. Yeah, it's WWE football. 
No, no, they're just coming home, back on the road. So does that mean football is going back on the road? <laughs> Not in Wembley. <laughs> oh, God. So anyways, Eva Marie comes out and uh, she has a surrogate, basically, and as Piper Niven. People don't know who she is, and she wrestles, wrestles the match for her. Like, cool. You got, uh, the, the, you got a lot of body shaming on the old, the old Twitter. It was sad to see, but yeah. sadly expected. Unfortunately. But yeah, she's she's amazing. She'll she'll do great things there. Looking forward to seeing yeah. more from her. Yeah, and eventually she'll just beat up Eva Marie, so yeah. cool. Yeah, people got real butthurt about it. Um Internet fans getting butthurt over something. <laughs> oh segue. OTT released their tickets today to ah. the Belfast show. Ah. Oh, what a segue. Oh what a segue. I realize that Sean and Mish in the chat probably have absolutely no idea what this is about, but look, it is what it is. Set the scene, Steve. Set the scene. So there's a contingent of Irish wrestling fans who have decided that no matter what happens with the shows coming back, they're not going to support it, and nothing that OTT have said or done is good enough for them as we speak. OTT being our home promotion here in Ireland. Yes. Yes. Um... So I'm not quite sure what they want from them. They've said that there's going to be fan liaison officers, there's going to be protection for staff and performers, and you know all the stuff that has been put in place. And obviously they're not going to book any people that are implicated, which uh, is one year tomorrow when Speaking Out kind of started, isn't it? Or today or something? Yesterday, I think. Oh, man. That fucking yeah. episode we did, did last year, fucking that was heartbreaking shit to have to talk about. Yeah. The episode was, yeah, the 19th of June. I looked it up uh, just before this. So nothing has happened in a year. And yeah, well, yeah, not exactly a big anniversary to be celebrating, I suppose. But um, it's a year on. And no matter what they do and say, is it, it isn't good enough. And we found some tweets today that, oh God, you don't even just look up OTT wrestling and look in the comments of any other tweets. They're not hard to find. And I just quote tweet one of these. Um, Please. OTT basically selling out in minutes with no card announcement, which is not actually true, is the ultimate evidence that nothing really changed after speaking out and we're in a massive Twitter bubble. The irony oh, of all of this. Yeah. The irony. Was this someone got called out by JD from New York a week or two ago? Probably. Uh, possibly. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I, I looked into the replies of this and I was very um, tickled by the to see one particular person replying to everybody else. Uh, I did laugh out loud about this cue yeah. um, whip noise. Um, so someone asked a question. They said, Can you narrow? Someone gave a reply to it and said, I think I've missed something. Why is OTT selling out a show? A bad thing. With no card announced, are the accused figures in creative or production for OTT? I'm not being facetious. I'm trying to understand the situation better. Thanks. To which someone replied. I will obviously spare their name and details. Over the past year, OTT have shown support on numerous occasions for people who were spoke out against during speaking out movement. Mm, Not technically true. They've also announced, they haven't announced a card for a show, which is technically not true. They've released like nine names, which could lead fans into a false sense of security and could accidentally support abusers. Now, you do need to put in a dirty big asterisk there and say alleged abusers. You know, nobody has been convicted of any crimes yet. 
big thing you need to point out with these people. Have we true, got the name true. of the podcast? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it, it is. But I can understand the fear of somebody going there and all of a sudden Marty Scarl shows up. I totally get that. That's fair enough. Yeah, but to be fair to Joe Bray, he, he put out in his statement, uh, I want to say about two weeks ago, uh, he said, OTT Wrestling takes all allegations of misconduct very seriously. Complaints will be handled by our independent Hell of Talent relations where criminality is alleged. Investigations will be referred to the relevant authorities. Any performer who has been subject to allegations and is subsequently deemed fit for return will be announced publicly before the event via social media and our ticketing sites. So they have announced specifically that anyone who has had allegations against them and has cleared their vetting process by their independent head of talent relations will be announced publicly before the event. The fact that nobody's uh, been announced would pretty much confirm that there's not going to be anyone with allegations on the show, you dumb fucks. Even if they wanted people on there, they would be out of their fucking minds to announce them for the first show. First show back would be one of the dumbest things they could ever do. They deserve all the hate and they deserve to be in financial trouble if that happened because it's as simple as that. It is what it is. You don't do that. It's too, it's way too soon. Not that it's ever not too soon, but, you know, they're not stupid like that. But, like, they keep saying... They keep looking for... They said that OTT have said nothing in a year. But they say stuff all the time. They've they've announced all these measures. They've announced all these things and fan liaison officers and guard liaisons and all this stuff. All the stuff we've heard a few times. To be fair, you're kind of sick of reading this statement every time now. They've said mm. it so many times. What did they look like? I'm actually, I think, I'm thinking about replying, but I have to be really careful with it. Just been like, help me understand, because I feel, and I said it last week as well, I feel like I've missed something here. I said it to you a few times. Have we missed something? Are we completely out of the loop here? Something that we've missed. And I genuinely like going, I want to understand your side of things here. Tell me what the story is. Because I'm, I'm clear that something is clearly going over my head. I'm looking at all the evidence that I see, and I see that OTT have done everything they possibly can. What more do you want? But not in I, those words. I, I think we peaked it earlier on. Is like there is a very small group of people who are in this vacuum of Twitter outrage who think that they have the support of the overwhelming majority of wrestling fans because they are so outraged that a company exists where previous allegations against performance uh, happened. I would beg them to please get off their fucking high horse, fuck off away from this environment if they don't want to be involved with it, and let people enjoy this that want to enjoy it. I'm done with it. I'm just done with it at this stage. Okay. It's... (sighs) Can you narrow? I, I just... What I don't know what they want. That's my whole thing. I understand they're probably upset that they don't want to go back. Like some of them are probably don't want to go back, and probably you know secretly they do want to go back, but now they can't be seen to go back. So they're, and they're then caught just there. fuck off and go and enjoy something else. Go try cancel something else then. Mm. I'm just sick of my muted load of people. I just can't be dealing with that shit anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I'll go. I'll be. I'll be there. Uh, if I'm vaccinated and there's no fucking pedophiles or rapists at the show, I'll be there. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. I can't wait. OTT for didn't do to any come. of these things, and they have what? put in measures in place. I know. I know. It's are you, amazing. Are to you hear that. some? Are you somehow saying that OTT were not 
the body responsible for touching underage people? I am. Uh, I'm. I'm I, alleging this. Yes. I am 100% sure that that was the allegation being made here. I don't get it. What do you think OTT did? Now, I understand people wanting safeguards and they've brought those in. So they're a part of this, in my opinion. I don't know what more they can do for you. That's going to be my sort of thing. Show us on the doll where OTT touched you. That's the whole thing. Like, just The only thing I could ever accuse OTT of is... Liking an Instagram post by Mighty, Marty Skirl about a month ago. And like, if, you, if, you, if you want to hang them out to dry for one social media like, then you're going to mm-hmm. find life is going to be very difficult to get through over the next few years as social media continues to influence people's lives. Or because you're going to be outraged by the most minuscule things. It's going, it's going to be you, tough. I don't know how you're going think, to be able to get out of bed in the morning. I don't know how you're going to be able to put your pants on in the morning one leg at a time. It's so disturbing. God damn it. I think you could have stopped that. Life is going to be very difficult for you. Full stop. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> just, I don't know how people go about their lives just looking for things to be upset about. Isn't just it life is tough enough. Like we grew up and like we, we were teenagers in an era where there, re- there wasn't a social media. You know, if there was problems, we had to figure them out ourselves. Now people's biggest problems is social media. They didn't grow up in a time before social media or without it. So everything in their lives revolves around social media. God bless them. I genuinely do mean that. It's almost almost if some people are upset for likes. Not that I'd accuse anyone of that, but I would. I would go a different route. Do you reckon these (laughs) are people who were bullied a lot? Or not enough. Maybe. And that basically now it's a case of these are this is their chance where they can kind of fight back and push back on people and they see cancelling people and all this as their way of having power over people again. Because they've been bullied for so long in their lives and now this, they see it as a power shift. Maybe. Maybe. I think not that's everyone, a, obviously, but it's... And we're not even talking about the specific people we were talking about it. This is more just a... No, no, this is just people in general. general. This is yeah. just the more... I've, I've just have seen more and more of it on social media. And the more I look at it, the more I'm like, is that where this is rooted? Well, I think there are some people's lives are going to be extremely difficult to, to keep going on with if this is the way they, they carry or if they go about things. I just... I don't get how you can live like this. It's just obsession. They've grown up with social media in their pocket. And there has to be, I'm sure there already is psychological studies done on this, what that has done to people. Because we didn't grow up with it. <laughs> Seemed to be okay, somewhat, <laughs> depending on the day. But I don't know. Things are done for likes and social media fame. I don't know how we got onto this, but here we are. It's because we don't have much else to talk about, so we're having to flog this dead horse. So we're having to, it's like we're whipping it. <laughs> Xavier Woods for King of the Ring. Make it happen. <laughs> I can. I. I. I'll. I'll go along with that. Yes, please. Yes, let's. We do need. It. We. We need some joy in our wrestling again. Uh, WrestleVotes reported that WWE was looking to utilize more team shows like Old School Raw. Oh no, <laughs> not again. Uh, King of the Ring, viewer's choice, so I'm assuming Taboo Tuesday type things uh, in the future. With Andrew Zarian mentioning that Raw Roulette is also likely to happen. Uh, Fifel has learned that Fox and USA NBC were a big part of the push for this to happen. There are several other NBC Sports integrated pitches being made. Among those are tie-ins with NASCAR. Uh, contingent around a major race that integrate race cars and star drivers. Another pitch included NFL night for the launch of Sunday night football uh, with football team matches and angles. No, don't do that. No. 
and NFL players and commentators around. There was also a Wrestling World <laughs> Cup pitch. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, and another pitch NBC has made is a points month where wins, signature moves, and other things rack up points for wrestlers. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't do that. That'd be weird. Did you hear the latest? Now, I don't know. I can't remember where I heard this from. It, it might have been on one of the different podcasts, but apparently Vince McMahon is all about having uh, uh, steaks for his matches. Um, you know, he, he loves his steaks. So I think that the, the rumor is, is that that was the drive behind Jeff Hardy putting his career on the line on Monday night in a nothing match with Cedric Alexander. God. Every match has to mean something. Well, that's the step in the right direction, at least. But that was really strange. I said it to Gordo. We were watching it live. Jeff, Jeff is done. I think yeah. unless he was selling really well, I originally thought Jeff is gassed and he was gassed really, really early. And then I was like, oh, that there's a second match. He's just saving himself. Nope. No, he was <laughs> the dude was blown up. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering, is that why? Yeah, look, maybe he's the flu or something. We don't know, but maybe that's why he's on main event now. Maybe they're, maybe he's kind of slowing down now. But it, it seemed like a, a huge difference. Jeff Hardy was was just slow. Even hitting the ropes, he could, he could barely run. So hopefully he's okay, but that was strange. Cedric lost after winning his feud last week. He goes straight into another one and loses it. Cool. Pretty, pretty. God, this company. Oh, did you notice the thing with Lily, actually? The start, was it the start of the show? Where they said that, because, I don't know if you heard, actually, uh, WWE is going back on the road. They're coming home. Don't know if you heard oh, that. Oh! What? Something you talk about after. Go on. Sorry. Okay. Just, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you just put something in my head that, yes, we need to, there's something we need to talk about after this. Okay. And she said that Lily has been put in timeout. Because they're going back on the road. Did they finally listen to feedback? And people were like, fuck this doll thing. Mm. It seems to be gone. I'm just waiting for the doll to be put on sale in your local toy shop. Don't know oh. if it's going to happen, but I'm expecting it because, you know, it will. merchandise and money. It's the only reason it exists. It's going to mm -hmm. be there. Um, so that's interesting. They seem to take the feedback on board that the Lily thing was shit. Cool. Because I guess they... And this is the other thing. Why are they doing Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio tonight in Hell in a Cell? Why did they take it off the pay-per-view? Because they want to pop a rating for uh, Fox tonight. You know it's going to end in a non-finish tonight, so they're going to do it all again on Sunday anyway. Might be on both, yeah. What if Rey Mysterio wins the title tonight and they're like, Roman Reigns goes crazy and gets the match booked again on Sunday? Is that the story? Mm, that could be fun. Like you said, this fucking company. Mm-hmm. What, what, what did we make you remember, Gordo? That, sorry, my internet's shitting itself. What did I miss? <laughs> what did we make you remember a minute ago? Um, have you seen the Alexa Bliss cameo videos? No. No. Oh my sweet Jesus Christ. There are people who are there's hard drive checks needed. It looks sounds like your hard drive got checked there. Yeah. <laughs> um my internet has gone to shit. I don't know what's happening. Uh, okay. Do, do we start. have links for these? I think we should uh, we could look at these live on air. It might be more entertaining <laughs> than what we're talking about. Um Yeah, so these cost six hundred quid for one of these. 
Uh, dear God. Um. Anyway, yeah, the audio won't come through when we play it in Discord anyway, unfortunately. So. Yeah, but basically people paid 600 quid for 30 seconds of Alexa Bliss sitting on a swing dressed up as a schoolgirl. Oh, good okay. Lord. That's not a recipe for disaster at all. These people need help. Holy fuck. Think of how many OnlyFans you could subscribe to. Oh, it was very funny on Wrestling Soup last night reading down Sonny's uh, Amazon wish list. That's <laughs> fucking quality. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, she's making 15 grand a month on OnlyFans. Fair play My God. Her. Yeah. Fucking hell. You got to respect that hustle. But who's what? Who is paying for this? Like uh, I, I, in 2021. But like, were they alive? Not even alive. They were kids when Sonny was at her peak. Like, do you know, like, anyway, doesn't matter. Very strange. Um, NXT this week was brilliant, I thought. Really good show. It was all right. Yeah, it was really good. It was the best it was NXT their, show in a long time. It was their best show of the year. That's not mm. saying much because it's been fairly weak this year so far. But um, Samoa Joe has been a huge addition to NXT. Huge. Yeah, huge. Even the regal thing to start was very good. And I like the wrinkle they put in. They, they put in the Steve Austin thing. You know, you can't attack anyone unless provoked. And then mm-hmm. he was provoked pretty quick. <laughs> he put Adam Cole to sleep. And then the line was, uh, when he wakes up, tell him Mr. Regal wants to talk to him. It's like, oh, fantastic. Yeah. There we go. It just um, adds that edginess to it. Yeah. Although um, I did have a huge gripe with um, hiring a Buddy Murphy lookalike to go ahead Kushida in the Cruiserweight Challenge match. Oh, he came in from Evolve, didn't he? Yes, please. He's one of those guys. Yeah. He is class. He is Buddy Murphy light. He does look like Buddy Murphy. He does look like Buddy Murphy. He moves like him. He has the same moveset. He talks, he kind of mannerisms. Everything about him is Buddy Murphy light. Except for, obviously, not Buddy Murphy. But does that make him Kenny Omega light light? <laughs> and Kenny Omega zero. <laughs> um, the Tornado tag match was very good. Um, I put a thing on Twitter. I just kind of cast the line out there because I was bored at 3 a.m. And uh, I was like, ah, this Tornado tag is exactly what I see when I watch AEW tag matches. Nothing. Nobody bit. I was a bit no, upset no, no, about no, that. No, 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 fishing. <laughs> Nobody bit. Damn it. It was um, hella fun, but I the wrong team went over. Uh, do you think so? Tommy and Timmy. Yeah, but how many big decisions do the Grizzled Young Vets have to lose before they're just mm-hmm. thrown into the fucking abyss of another team that just takes the loss? Like, they lost I... the finals of the Dusty Classic two years in a row. Now they've lost this big blow-off feud, which should have been on the takeover. We're going to talk about takeover because that was bad. And now oh, yeah. you wash your mouth out with soap. Takeover was takeover. bad. Takeover was bad, dude. That was probably the worst takeover ever. Now, to be fair, oh, they usually set a very high standard with takeover. Mm. But there was nothing on this takeover that was actually takeover worthy. I'd say the main event was... Um, but point taken I, I said it as well in our group chat that 
it, it, it didn't feel like a takeover. You could have put, that could have been like an episode of NXT. I didn't think it was bad. Um, I just thought it wasn't uh, takeover it wasn't, levels. It wasn't takeover hype levels, but mm. I thought it was a good show start to finish. I thought it was a good show as well. Todd Pettengill was on the show, so, and he had a VHS tape that he was bringing to the truck. <sighs> so I'm fine with that. <laughs> he was the star of the show. Uh, actually, yeah. I, I will correct myself one point. The million dollar championship ladder match was arguably, not even arguably, it was most definitely the match of the night. And the touch with the title being in the glass case and the security guards, very nicely done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just to slightly bounce away from TakeOver, just to go back to the NXT one, to stay on that point, that segment with Ted DiBiase was fantastic on NXT Ooh, this week. he bumped hard. Yeah. And someone said that that's the first bump he's taken on national TV since 1993 or something. Yeah. Or 98 or something. Something ridiculous. 93. 93, there you go. Yeah. And he's, what, 67 years old? He took a hell of a bump. Yeah, yeah, oh, he did good. Uh, he did good. Just they, quickly, they made so, two stars with that segment. Um, Grimes oh, is over as fuck, and now LA Knight is hated beyond belief. Perfect. Couldn't have mm-hmm. written that any better. Exceptionally well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to quickly circle back to Grizzled Young Vets. Mm. The reason I reckon they had them lose this is this is going to happen on the bash in a couple of weeks, I think. Oh. Whereas they can have Grizzled Young Vets be the guys who challenge them. Oh. We lost you a little bit there, but... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how much longer my interest is going to hold up. I don't know what's happening. She... Do you oh, think well, that yeah. um, Toothless, Tommy, Toothless Timmy and um, Champa win the belts and then you've got Grizzled Young Vets challenging them for it? Possibly. Gordo's gone. gone. Uh, I'm going to MSK say that's what, that's what he meant. Not- MSK are not getting reactions from the crowd. They do nothing from me either. It's weird. They were even getting boos for a little while, but now they're just getting nothing. So it's strange that why they have been picked as the team that are just like, eh. I don't know what where it comes from. I think it possibly suffers similar to what Cross is suffering as well. They were just brought in and shotgun straight to a title. Mm. I think the, the... there's a cohort of people that follow NXT, not necessarily the, the kind of full sale crowd, but similar enough to them that, you know, are there week in, week out, see the people usually go to live events when they're doing the mini tours around Florida as well. So they see the people kind of come through and earn their dues effectively. And I think they don't necessarily like slash respect people who come in and go straight to the top unless they've got a, a very kind of... Um, homely approachable kind of gimmick or character that they can get behind straight away and msk and cross just i don't know it it, they've maybe they're suffering from coming in in the covid era possibly that's there as well but it's been underwhelming i will say all right um joe kind of bitched out cross then as well so it'll be interesting to see where the fallout i'm assuming we're getting cross and joe for a title down the line I'm assuming they're going to clear him for a match at least. I wonder, is Joe re-signed or is he said, okay, I'll come back for like a run just to, you know, put over the new guy kind of a situation while his 90 days is happening or something like that? Uh, the reports were that he signed, isn't it? That he actually re-signed. I haven't seen anything, but I wouldn't be surprised either. Uh, you'd wonder why they let him go. Deal. And then, yeah. They'll, most of them are going to come back on smaller deals. Ron Strowman will be back soon as well, I think. 
if he takes the takes the cut. Anyone who wants the deal will 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 be brought back. Like it was strange to cut so many people when they're going back on the road again. They're coming home. It, I don't know if you noticed that. It's pretty shitty. Like obviously mm. we're we know the WWE do a lot of shitty things, but you know, cutting people with the knowledge that you're going to try hire them back again at a lower mm-hmm. salary, that's just cuntish. You know, yeah. if you offer someone a contract for X amount of money for X amount of time, honor the fucking deal. And then when the deal is up, then you come back and say, okay, look, we probably overpaid you the last time, you know, based on your ring work, your draw power, et cetera, et cetera. You can say, okay, we'd like to offer you another deal, but it's going to be at a reduced value, take it or leave it kind of situation. But, you know, cutting people and then trying to snake them back at a lower price is just contish beyond fucking WWE levels. Yeah. Very true. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was a good show this week. Um, uh, did yeah. we talk about hardcore Matt Cardona and Nick Gage last week? I think we did. We did, yeah, when uh, yeah. Gage went to the, was it oh, Comic-Con the, or something like that? Yeah, their live show. The yeah. major major brothers live show. And apparently um, the cops that were on security there weren't given the heads up about it. So the cop reaction is one hundred percent natural. Oh beautiful. Matt Cardona say they're saving wrestling. It's, it's I, spe- I was gonna say, yeah, American cops. And I was like, oh shit, someone could probably get shot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, it's okay, they're both white. Oh Jesus Christ. I know, but you know it's it's South Park, you know. That, that you know, know what they do. I know, I know. Um, and, uh, look, but, there's a, a, a team has developed over the decades, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing um, I will say, this might just legitimately save Matt Cardona's career. You know, he came out of WWE, he had his short run in AEW, and he was obviously doing the Impact stuff. But it's fairly bland, I found. You know, I didn't, risk, I, I didn't buy into him. Because he's, you know, he's the same Zack Ryder character, you know, the smiley, happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Seeing him flip the bird and calling out Nick Gage, like, that's the sort of guy I want to watch. You know, he's the guy who's been portrayed on TV as, you know, the happy-go-lucky hype bro for the last decade. Let me see a fucking new edgier side to him. Let me, give me a reason to be invested in him after being invested in an old, stale character for the last decade. And I'm, I'm, I'm invested. How dare I'm you? <laughs> uh, I always like the guy. No, you're not wrong. wrong. Not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Um, I always like the guy. He always thought outside the box, and he's always, always tried to do things to get himself mm-hmm. over. Whereas other people just don't. And now he's turned around and been like, "Hey, I'm just going to go fight Nick Gage with light tubes." Yeah, arguably he's like, been ahead of his time a lot of the time. You know, absolutely. The True Long Island story was the first internet YouTube series that was out there. And they robbed him of that. Uh, um, there's so many different areas that he's kind of led the forefront to. Went and, back to NXT because uh, they weren't using him. Yeah, he took the you initiative know? to go back. Yeah, he's always he he's never a guy that that wants to be sitting and catering. He's always trying something. Um, so it's good to see that. And I think was it Jimmy Fan or one of them? I think yeah, it was on. Uh, Listen, your boy. They were saying, you know, he he's clearly he's aware that he needs to shake off the Zack Ryder character. And he's aware that he's the WWE lifer and he needs to add an edge to his character. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. So good for him. Good for and him. And I am legitimately going to pay money to watch this fight. Oh, God, yeah. I can't wait for this. I hope to God it's not a weekend I'm working because I'm just going to have to wait up. I'm watching that show. I want to see. All weekends. I work three, I work three on, three off. 
it's uh it's real upsetting Real Here's a good point from uh, from Sean. Who is the battery charging promo? Is that going to be a return, do you reckon? It's Tegan, someone was saying. I've heard Tegan. I've heard a debuting, uh, what's her name, Serena De La Renta. Oh, yeah. Um, great career. Great, great career. Mm-hmm. Who was the other one? There was someone else I heard. Uh, you tell, you can tell someone. Oh, Rich Holland, yeah. Oh, I, hadn't, yeah. I hadn't heard Rich Holland. That'd be a good one, though. Selena De Laurenta is always on our timeline, yet we don't follow her. That should tell what? you <laughs> how she's thought of on, on Twitter. You don't even need to follow her. She's on our timeline nonstop. And she was <laughs> so at the Performance Center this week as well. Ah, there you go. She signed then. Um, she was selling her merch off as well. So she's signed. Um, the Diamond Mine is next week. I'm assuming that is the announcement of Evolve, whatever they're calling the Evolve show. That uh, or it's <laughs> Tessa Blanchard. <laughs> no. Oh, Tessa Blanchard saved a kitten from a tree this week or something. What was yep. it? Full redemption story. She is uh, savior again. Oh, yeah. It's a totally true was, story, I'd imagine. There was an accident on some street in America and loads of people stopped to try help. And she got out and helped give first aid and loads of different things like that. So, you know, Ooh. fair play. You don't have to do these things. You could have easily stayed in the car, etc., etc. So, got involved, did the good person, good deed thing. It helps to, you know, rejuvenate your public appearance and your public image. It ain't going to get you over the line, but it's a step in the right direction and it might just get you enough goodwill to get you a tryout for uh, a major league company. Yeah. I just thought something we didn't mention. Uh, possibly the, the scariest news story of the week. Ericsson. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You're not even going to believe me when I say this. You're not going to believe me when I say this, right? So last Saturday, I was kind of at a loss for something to do. So I said I'd go for a drive down to Waterford just to get out of the house and do something. I was a bit bored. The entire afternoon, the entire drive down, I had this weird feeling that something was just, I was missing something. Something was happening. Like, I can't explain it. And it it was just weird. You know, when you're, you're thinking, you know, fuck did I leave the stove on or did, you know one of those sorts of feelings and then I was walking down the street and I saw all the messages my phone lit up from fucking people just hey did you see this what's going on there what the fuck's going on check Twitter it's like oh holy fuck a player, a player from my club or a former player from my club 29 year old collapsed in the middle of a football game uh, had a cardiac arrest and his heart stopped for whatever 90 seconds until they defibbed it back in and got it going fucking crazy shit it's frightening it reminded me straight away, like, I wasn't watching the game, but, like, I don't know, someone put it into the chat. I was like, holy shit. And I think it was actually our family group chat, and I sent it to you, maybe. Can't remember. Um, but, yeah, it was just like, like Fabrice Moamba that time. Yeah. yeah. Just like, I, oh, was watching, I was watching that game back, because it was a St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. uh, FA Cup tie between, again, my team Spurs and Bolton. I maybe 2010 something around that time frame i remember it it was the espn era when espn was over here yeah and again same thing and the 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 cameras just kept they didn't do close-up obviously but it had you know the the backdrop and the fans and everything and just the reaction of everyone crying and man he was out of it for like 90 minutes or something like that or 45 minutes they were doing cpr Mm -hmm. on him all the way to the hospital like if there ever was a person that's lucky to be alive it is him and that was scary watching that and just the immediate flashbacks when Ericsson went down as well 
Uh, good news is he's been discharged from hospital today after having kind of a, a mini pacemaker slash defib installed. So I don't know if that means he'll be able to live a normal life or if he'll play again. Who it's, mm. it's impossible to know probably at this stage, but it's hard to imagine that he'll be able to be a professional footballer at that level no. again. I, I can't see it. I can't see him being a footballer again, which is horrible, but... Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be very surprised. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. He'd look, he's lucky to be alive. Yeah. That's basically what it is. He's very like lucky. The absolute scumbags who was ever was running the television production, getting oh, fucking yeah. close-ups of his wife or girlfriend, and she doesn't know what's going on. She's standing in the crowd watching her partner on the ground getting fucking shocked with a defibrillator and all you have the cameras zoomed in on her you know that is just fucking ignorance beyond belief you had gary lineker and ian wright and all the all the lads from itv and bbc come out about it as well saying that was nothing you know we were upset about that too it was from the feed apparently it was the uefa feed that they buy that exactly. had that issue but it's bbc controlled by one feedback. person they could have just put the feedback to the studio at the same time exactly. so you know it's it's they share some of the blame. Huge props to uh, the captain of uh, Denmark, Simon Kjær is his name. Mm. He like legged it as soon as Ericsson dropped. He was almost the first person there checking to make sure like he didn't swallow his tongue or anything like that, put him in recovery position. Uh, I think he even started CPR with him. And he was the first person to go over and console uh, the partner as well. So like he is uh, just a top, top guy. Mm. I saw the pictures of Casper Schmeichel and I was like, he's dead. I remember just thinking he's dead straight away. The, like, what the f- the, the look on his face? It, mm. it, and after what Schmeichel went through with the, the plane crash that time with the Leicester owner. Oh, man. Good Lord. It was terrifying, Antox. It really was. Um, it, it was just a throw-in. He was coming to collect a throw-in, and he just collapsed as he was collecting the ball. The ball just yeah. hit him. I was like, holy shit. Again, 29-year-old professional has never really had any major injuries in his career. Plays 50 to 60 games a year. That's, it's there's just, another it's, one. Just to go off on a slight tangent on that. I saw a lot of people. Now, there was the idiots that were saying it was the vaccine and all the sort of bollocks that was pr- disproven pretty quick. Um, the amount of games the footballers are playing since the restart. Is there an element that they're playing way too many games? It's possible, of course. Um, extended games, you know, trainings are harder and more intensive than ever. It was in the summer. Euros, everything. Yeah, it was in the summer heat. You know, it was quite a hot day. You know, so many different factors. You could have been dehydrated, triggered something. We Mm. honestly don't know. Obviously, there's thousands of people doing the same thing day in, day out, and it's not impacting those. So he could have had a precondition that just making him predisposed to, it could have been a ticking time bomb. It could have happened anywhere kind of a situation. I will also point out he is only he oh I say only he played thirty four games for Inter this season. Uh, for context, he played more games than that in all but one of his seasons that he was at Spurs. Mm. Right. So there you go. I is it just that they haven't had a break since early twenty twenty with the restart? Maybe look, that was a theory I've seen throw out. Yeah. Oh no, it's, it's a possibility. Um, like without a doubt, because there's flurries of games. You know. Mm. Um. Especially but, in England. Like, United played four games in eight days last year. That's fucking insanity. Mm-hmm. Like, now I know one of that was mainly caused because, <laughs> because of the situation at Old Trafford. But we had three games in eight scheduled before that, so it was, still wasn't great. But 
WWE Hell in a Cell predictions. This shouldn't last long. Might as well start with SmackDown tonight. Rey Mysterio and Roman Reigns and Hell in a Cell for the US title or the Universal title. Non-finish. Ooh. And that's my lock of the week. Right. Um, I, I think there will be a finish. Oh, then again, I'm going to throw the mad prediction out that Rey Mysterio somehow beats Roman and then they reschedule the match for, for Hell in a Cell. Because otherwise, why are you taking them off the pay-per-view? Screwy finish. Screwy finish where Roman wins ends up with Roman and Uso against Mysterio and other Uso inside the cell on Sunday. Yeah, that could be it too. What if the what if the Hell in the Cell match turns out to be a six man tag? Oh god no. <laughs> that end of Raw. That Raw, I just I have to slightly go back to Raw. You knew that six man tag was coming a mile away. As soon as AJ made his entrance and almost was outside or out on the stage and they were all kind of socializing with Lashley and the girls. I was like, yeah, this is going to be a six-man tag. You could fucking tell it. But anyways, yeah, Roman, I don't, I'd actually, I actually can't, I don't know what's going to happen tonight, but I'm guessing it will be something to get us to a match on Sunday. But I, I don't have much of a prediction. Anyway, excellent. Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler. The only cool. saving grace for these two, I think, has to be if Shayna gets possessed somehow and is controllable by Alexa. You mean like you Reginald? Uh, maybe more of like a killer death squad that, you know, she can make Shayna kill people on her behalf. It might be fun. That could be cool, yeah. Because um, Alexa controlled... I can't believe I'm saying these words. She controlled Reginald with her mind on Monday night. I don't know if you were aware of that. That's kind of kinky. Yeah, well, look at it. Cameo, $600. I'll say if you buy one of the cameos. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, there's, there's talk of The Fiend maybe coming back to cost her the match. People are floating that idea out because she cost him the match at Mania. Miss? Yeah. I'm going to assume... Uh, I don't get why... She, she had Nia Jax pinned on Raw and then Reginald pulled her off. Wait. So, wait. Um, why Why did that happen? She hadn't had a match in four months, and then she's going into a pay-per-view match with a former champion. I don't understand why they couldn't give her that win, but... Who knows? This, this match is the most irrelevant thing. There's no stakes. What's the stakes? What do you win? What do you get out of it? Lily. I don't know. I don't know. I'll say Alexa. I assume they're going to have Alexa beat Shayna Baszler. Good Lord. Oh, is this going to be like the um, Alexa Bailey situation from TLC a few years ago when Bailey couldn't use the kendo stick? Oh, God. Fucking 24-7. Oh, so <laughs> that's, that, that's the day that Bailey died. They killed her there. Yeah. And to be fair, like it's been a very long road back. She's finally at a stage where she yeah. probably is at the same level of... Mm-hmm. Um, importance um, intrigue again that's where she was but uh, yeah that's when they killed that character of Bailey the, the happy-go-lucky ponytail Bailey she was never the same after that no Gordon did you have a prediction before we move on disappointment yeah fair um, enough <laughs> I gotta say Alexa but there's gonna be something weird happening obviously cool Bianca Belair and Bailey singles match for the women's title. The real winner here is the fans, right? 
<laughs> I actually don't know where this one's going to go. Um, um, I think Bianca. I'm assuming they're not going to take the title offer just yet. So I'm yeah. going to say Bianca. That's my thoughts exactly. It's Bailey. Uh, Bailey. Rhea. Rhea, you're saying she's going to win the title? Yeah. Now for you. Just all the women's matches on the show. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Singles match for the Raw Championship. Don't care. They've ruined it. Charlotte's going to win the title. Here's this long term, long term storytelling. We're getting the payoff, lads. Yeah. <laughs> How are they? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they're they're either going to do one or two things. I hope. I there, there's obviously a third or fourth option here as well. But option A, they have the champ retain clean over Charlotte. Don't really see Charlotte taking a clean loss here. Or B, they're going to have Charlotte take the belt off Rhea and bury her again. There was those yeah. are the two likely options here. <laughs> neither of them are good <laughs> I think Charlotte's winning the title unfortunately you might as well just give uh, Rhea Ripley her uh, walking papers then yeah I said it about a month ago that Rhea has been one of the worst NXT call-ups in history and nothing that they've done since has changed my mind good give Lord, reinforcement. Like, the main roster creative weren't watching what got her over yeah She's a, as Sean Rassap called her, her character is a troll. She sits outside and laughs. That's all she does. Yeah. Pretty much. Far off the mark. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Drew Max. It's a four match card. <laughs> Jesus, this takeover is a little longer. Uh, but, or, Buddy Lashley, I nearly said. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE title. Hell in a Cell match. It's coming home, aka Bobby Lashley retains. Yep. Bobby and Lesnar at SummerSlam. Oh, I actually want to see that. That's that. It's going to be, they'll, you know, they'll make it like former. Did, did Lashley win the Bellator title? I don't know if he ever did, but, you know, former two former MMA fighters fighting in Vegas. That's the, that's going fight to be pit. the promotion. Fight pit. Yeah, fight pit. Give me the fight pit at SummerSlam. Absolutely. It's fight pit, Lashley and Lesnar. Yeah, book it, you cowards. Drew's not winning here, but I'm assuming... They're going to protect him somehow. I'm assuming something big is going to happen if they took Roman and that Roman and Rey Mysterio off the card for now. We don't know what's going to happen after this, but um, maybe maybe the Fiend returns here. Maybe Braun Strowman returns. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Drew loses here and wins money in the bank. Oh no! I think Drew needs to go away for a while. Now, in the nicest possible way. I've kind of had it with Drew McIntyre and WWE title matches now because he gets a lot of rematches. It's not his fault and it's not the character's fault. It's the way they're booking the character. Mm -hmm. I need some new challengers, please. I can't watch Lashley and Drew McIntyre again after. Let this be the end of it, please. Um, so what happens if Drew wins? They'll obviously have to have a rematch. Yep. Is there another pay-per-view? Money in the Bank before SummerSlam? Yes, Money in the Bank is the first one back with fans. July oh, yeah. uh, 19th? Oh, but oh, that this is the end. They no can't fight their way up the tower. They can't fight their way up the tower, lads. <sighs> yeah, that was beautiful. I loved last year's Money in the Bank match. I don't care what anyone says. That was phenomenal fun. So it's the end of the Thunderdome. It's the last Thunderdome pay-per-view. Yay. Thank it's fuck. Sad. It's awful sad. How many more shows are left until the fans are back? Does anyone know? 
Uh, I want to say three weeks. Three weeks of everything, is it? Okay. Uh, nice. No, so if Money in the Bank is the 18th of July, the 16th of July is the first SmackDown back with fans. So <clears throat> SmackDown tonight and three more after it. Oh. So four, four weeks tonight is uh, Return of Fans. I can't wait. And we'll find out <laughs> who's over and how the booking is being looked at if they get any fans in the building to begin with. Are we all Where's saying Lashley then? Yeah, it should be Lashley. I think it's probably going to be Lashley. Although you could technically have Drew win it so you have a face champ to open your first Raw back in front of fans. Mm. I'd just say believe it with Lashley and then do Lashley-Lesnar at SummerSlam and let yeah. Lesnar beat him. I'm enjoying Lashley as champ anyway. It it, yeah. it actually fits surprisingly well. You wash your fucking Something mouth out with soap. No. <laughs> you leave Lashley alone, he's great. I am not even sorry. <laughs> Saz, not Saz. Oh, Maybe man. Saz, not Saz. I'm assuming we're going to get some matches added as well. Um, oh, yeah. Something, I, something, one, Apollo. Yeah. Related. There's one men's match at a pay-per-view. This is, this is mad. What a turnaround. Sheamus has got his face broken. Yeah, mm. they want they wanted evolution too. Here you are. There you are. Yeah, <laughs> evolution in a cell. Uh, best match, worst match, then. Uh, million dollar championship ladder match was my best and worst. Um, ooh, that's a toughie. Yeah, Come back to me on that. For, I'm struggling. For I remember more. any bad matches? Uh, oh, fucking the Jeff Hardy issue. That whole Jeff Hardy thing oh, on was, Yeah, that was bad. Um, Six-man tag opener was good at TakeOver. I like the main event. I'll stick with the main event from TakeOver. I enjoyed that. Uh, RK, RK Bro New Day was fun. Mm. What happened oh. on AEW? Was there any bangers on AEW last right, week? Right, 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 Riker Elias. That's for worst. Oh, Riker and Elias. That's the worst match of the week. There you are. Ugh. Oh no no no! Nikki Cross Charlotte again. Ugh. God, yeah. Now I'm gonna go Eli- Riker Elias. They did the same match again from last week, where Elias walks out and takes the count out loss. Literally the same match. Uh, what was on AEW last week? I'm trying to remember. Was that Miro mm. and uh, Uno last week? Yes. Hmm. I can't remember. I can't remember much about that show. There was something good on it, I can't remember. Oh, Brock Anderson. The fucking best wrestling name I've heard in a long time. (laughs) He's just off to the barbecue. (laughs) What is he wearing? So funny. He's He's wrestling tonight now. He's got Aaron's ability to look like he's in his late 50s while in his 30s. It's impressive. Lads, Twitter. I'm so upset I'm not. I'm working in the morning. I won't be able to watch live. People are going to give off that Cody is wrestling tonight because he just had a kid but the show was taped last week. It's going to happen, and you know it. I can't wait. Um, what is... So that's the big match tonight, I assume. I don't know what else is announced. Um, the the UFC match between Hager and Wardle. Oh, yeah. The, I right. sent you on the video for the uh, YouTube video they put up for The Road to Dynamite. Excellent watch. Really, really okay. recommend anyone to watch that. Um, they really put that over quite well. Um, Hager and Wardlow have had, I want to say, two matches so far, and they've been both been bangers. 
something about them two work extremely well together. And I hope and pray that this continues in that vein because I'm all for it. Very strange the way they booked this whole thing. They're starting, they're going, they went from like the War Games match to a street fight to individual feuds. They're like they've done the whole thing in reverse. It's very strange. Mm. But look, it is what it is. Getting big matches on TV with sticks, so all good. True that, home slice. Um, best segment, worst segment. Uh, best segment, Smojo. All of it. Yeah. yeah. Worst segment. What was on um, Raw? <laughs> I'm just trying to think of Raw. Eva Marie's debut match. I guess. Reginald, um, Reginald and Bliss doing the fucking mirror, the mirror mimes. That was bad. Uh, William Wallace promo. Oh, William <laughs> Wallace promo. William <laughs> Wallace promo. <laughs> it's just so was cheesy. Yeah. But he had Robert Bruce last week and William Wallace this week. Who's next week? Yeah. Uh, Scott Brown. Oh, Jesus. Ah, <laughs> uh, God. Uh, wrestler and show of the week then. Show say, NXT from Wednesday. Nothing comes close. NXT from Wednesday and Joe as wrestler, even though he's not a wrestler, but character of the week or whatever. Performer of the week. Yeah, I'd go along with both of those. I'm gonna go a bit outside the box on my wrestler here, and I'm gonna say Moon. Okay. Um, just thought she and this is not even just for this week i think it's over the last couple of months i think she has not had a bad match in a long time with the exception of one Aaliyah match but uh, i'm blaming Aaliyah for that um <laughs> but just everything she's doing she's she seems to be getting the female baller effect insofar as she just seems to have stepped it up a notch since come back to nxt for me um everything she's doing is hitting so crisp and i'm loving every time she goes out there so yeah she's mine Cool. Might see Balor this week, actually. Maybe it's time to bring him back in now into main roster. Uh, uh, outside bet for um, performer of the week for me, obviously outside of Joe, I'd go with LA Knight. That uh, yeah. he had great ladder match and a fantastic heel turn. Best segment. What did I say for best segment? Because the best segment Joe. was the LA Knight. Oh, damn it. That's stiff competition. Yeah. They were really good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stick with the Joe one for now, but man, that's, that's a close second. Will your internet survive the plugs, Gordo? Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know, so I'll try and do quick ones. Um, yeah, if you want more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you're going to find us on all your favorite podcast apps, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. This week, you're going to get us each and every week, and you'll find our full back catalogue, well, almost full. Um, you can also find us on the Wrestling Soup Network. Uh, check out WrestlingSoup.com. Please also make sure to check them out on Patreon. Um, their stuff is absolutely fantastic and their show this week was absolutely brilliant first time in a long time I've actually been able to stay up late to watch it live or listen live uh, and loved every second of it and they've always been amazing to us so please check them out uh, also check out our friends at Canvas Theory www.canvastheory.com don't boo it fits because my interest is going to shit to bed use promo code AWP for 10% off your entire order you can find Ooh. us on fuck you I swear to god I'm going to hurt you 
Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter. It's at the AW pod. You'll also find a link to our discord there so you can join our live chat while we record every Friday. Uh, also, check out our YouTube. It's the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. And you can find us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash the AWP. And if you hear this on Saturday, I believe we're going to be going live streaming stuff on it Saturday. Hell yeah. I can't do it tonight because um, 7 a.m. start. But yeah, tomorrow night streaming potentially Overcooked 2 if, if the online multiplayer works like uh, Nikki was saying. I checked the listing and it says it doesn't work on Epic Games, but I found a YouTube video that says it does. So we don't know. If it doesn't work, we'll just do our usual. We'll attempt to play Knockout City, and then when we get too drunk, we'll play Fall Guys. Good times. Call me. <laughs> uh, shout out as well. The China Vice documentary was on last night. That's definitely something I want to check out over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Let's check that out. Um, cool. A uh, shorter show this week because there wasn't much to talk about and we were down a man so we'll be back to full form next week I think um, cool and football's coming home it's probably not though it's probably no, not though no, it's, it's really not <gasps> uh oh Tiger's whistle you know what that means Tiger's whistle's blowing means we must be going no more Russell crowing for you but now don't you start to whine, I'll see you again next time, cause there's plenty of more fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time everybody. <laughs>